read the portion of Chukas. And it's different, it's interesting that the portion of Chukas is a little bit different than most of the beginning of the Parshas. Um, usually the Parsha starts by Daber Hashem El Moshe Lamer. God speaks to Moshe saying, and he tells them directly, Daber Abnei Yisrael, speak to the Jews what they should do. The Yichu Eilach, in this case, he's telling them they should take the Parah Duma, the red heifer. But over here, in between, Hashem speaks to Moshe and Adrin, and Hashem says to do, the Torah starts off by saying, so, the Torah adds a few words. It says, This is the statue of the Torah that Hashem says. What's this introduction here? Why doesn't he just start right away? But Rashi says that this particular law is something which the nations of the world, the Sutton and the nations of the world, they have a problem. Because they question, they say, what, what kind of a mitzvah is this? Some of the other mitzvahs they understand. There's some rationale. You can explain it to them. But they don't understand. He says, what's this mitzvah over here that you're doing? And what does it do when somebody asks you a question like that? They try to weaken your resolve. They try to weaken because they start, they start throwing in doubts. Because if it doesn't make any sense, then maybe you won't fulfill it properly because you're going to say it doesn't really uh, add up. So the Torah begins, Rashi says, Zois chukas asher This is a statue which has no reasoning. Hashem has ordained this. This is a law. It doesn't have a reason. And you have to accept it. It's a chukah gozarti, chukah gozarti, and you don't have a right to question it or to challenge it. This has to be as it is. Now, we know we just had the Sefer Torah over here that we were fixing. So sometimes you have letters in the Sefer Torah that they fade. They fade, and then eventually they fade to such an extent that the Sefer Torah can become puzzle. Every Jewish soul is a part of the Sefer Torah. We know that there are 600,000 letters of the Torah. Actually, there is not, if you count the numbers, there's no 600,000. There's more like 300,000 letters, not 600,000. But the, the uh, count of 600 comes because if you fill it in with the uh, vowels and the places, so there is a cheshbon of 600,000. But every Jew... Every soul, because we're all part of the 600,000 souls. Even though you look around that we have uh, many more Jews, we have millions of Jews in the world, but those are all fragments of general souls. There are 600,000 general souls, and those souls later on have been fragmented and, and splintered into smaller sparks, into smaller souls, which all go back to the 600,000, which is back to the time that the Jews were in the desert, which goes back to the 70 souls of the children of, of, of Yaakov, who descended, goes back to the 12 tribes, goes back to Yaakov, goes back to Yitzchak and Avraham Avinu, to the foundation of the Jewish people. But we all have a part 
in the Sefer Torah because each soul is edged, is connected, and is inherently bound and tied to the Torah. But if it's tied to the Torah, sometimes it gets faded. Our connection to Hashem is faded and you can't, you can almost not tell that you're connected, that you're part of this Torah, you're part of this heritage. It seems like it faded away. Sometimes it can get covered by dirt. It can, there's various different things that can happen to the Torah. And the Torah gives you a message in this week's parsha in the Zoy Torah, just like the Ebrister says, that you cannot question this. There's an inherent connection. The word chukas also comes from the word chakiko. It means engraved. Because although the letters of the Sefer Torah can be faded or can be covered, but that only applies to something which is a ink and a parchment. These are two separate pieces that are put together. When you engrave something, the actual writing is part of the engraved. The words of it, those words cannot be erased because they're always there. Those are part, they become part and parcel, which really means that the connection of a Jew to the Torah is not just like in a Sefer Torah in which the ink and the parchment are separately, but actually we are engraved in the Torah. So while on a superficial level, on the revealed level, we can fade away, but we have to know that there is an additional layer, there's a deeper layer, there's a layer of hakika, there's a layer where that cannot be moved. So even while a Yid, God forbid, distance himself, fades away from the Torah, but that is only on the open letter, that's on the level of writing, but not on the level of hakika, not on the level in which he's engraved. And we all have Zois Chukas Torah. This is the engraved of the Torah. This is the part which stands strong by each and every one of us. And sometimes to fix the Torah, you got to tap into that Chukas Torah. You got to take in and touch that deeper part within yourself in which the Torah is engraved, not revealed on the open, but it's deep down engraved. If you tap into that, then you sort of go back and you fix the Sefer Torah. As we've done, you add a little ink to it, you make it beautiful again, you fix it up. Shekoyach to Rabbi Reznik, our sofer, for helping us and fixing the Torah for us. But that is a very powerful lesson from the week that we should remember, no matter what, we're engraved. But we shouldn't be satisfied just by being engraved. We have to bring out that which is deep engraved into the open, that also on the revealed level, we are connected to it. We have a kosher sefer Torah, only then can we read. You can't read. You're not allowed to read if you can write technically, uh, uh, engrave uh, all the letters of the Torah on a stone like the Jews did in the Gilgal and the different ways they put it on the 12 stones and the different times when they wrote actually the Torah on stone. That wouldn't be a kosher sefer Torah today to read from the Torah. So that means on the revealed level we have to have a fixed a kosher Torah. So it's not enough just to be an engraved Jew but you have to have also that should come out in the open, and then we are whole inside and outside, and hopefully that we also will see Hashem's protection 
not only in the inside that we know that Hashem never neglects us. Hashem is always watching over us. Hashem is always protecting us. But that is sometimes hidden. We don't see that. That's engraved, maybe hidden somewhere, but we don't see that. But we want that to be open, that it shouldn't be faded, that on the top we should all see very clearly with our eyes that everybody is brought home. The kidnapped boys are brought home. The people no longer suffer. And Hashem will send the complete and clear victory to the Jewish people, and the enemies will get there what they deserve. And the Ebishtah, as we said, Hashem, 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 H